Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What about Xavion? Somebody stepped on his stitches. Is he really healthy or is he just coming back, Steve? Yeah, well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, he's not going to quite be 100%, but he's good to go. You know, what happened? He got gashed. It's just one of those football-related injuries, man. Just one crazy thing in practice. He got stepped on and uh, got gashed open, put some stitches in, came back a little bit too early. The stitches got pulled, so they had to kind of go back and and fix that. And uh, he could have played last week, but it was like there's really no point in it, right? Let's give him another week to heal. And so, uh, so yeah, he's good to go, and he's, he's raring to get on that field and uh, that that's a punt returner right there, man. You know, there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, want to run around, you know, uh, but that's a guy that sees the field well and knows how to set up blocks. He's a weapon in the punt, in the punt game. Uh, who impressed you on the offensive line? You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little deeper than most people would. Um, I thought Percy Lewis and Leon Bell played really well and neither one of them started in the game. But I think things kind of settled a little bit with those two big bookend tackles. And uh, granted, you know, Southeastern doesn't have a tremendous pass rush, right? I mean, so you'll see a little more of that this week. They've got a defensive end at Arizona that's uh, very rangy and explosive defensive end. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting to see. But uh, there's some depth within this group. And uh, it's going to be eager. I'm eager to see how they move people around because Arizona's got a massive defensive tackle that transferred in from Georgia. Uh, he's just a space eater, though. He doesn't move real well. He's not a guy that's going to penetrate and push into the backfield. He just kind of eats up space and uh, opens up things for other people, kind of clogs up the middle, kind of that traditional three-tack and nose tackle from years ago. But I'm eager to see how that interior line kind of attacks them. But I think tackle-wise, Leon Bell at his first actions Bulldog I thought was really good, which bodes well for the future. Um, but I, I'm, I probably feel better about the depth of this offensive line than I have in a few years. Okay. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. All right, well, so, you know, you were talking about Arizona. Jed Fish is an interesting guy. Um, spent a lot of time in the NFL. Uh, he's been under Belichick and McVay, among others. Uh, and he has hit the portal hard the last couple of years. Could, where do you think their 
roster now that he has hit the portal so hard for two years in a row. And Jaden, Del- I mean, don't you agree that Jaden Delara can ball? Oh, I think he's a stud. I mean, <laughs> Jaden's a Mike Leach guy, right? I mean, you know, it's like Washington for two years, right? State, excuse me. Yeah. What, what's crazy about it too, like if his release is ridiculous. I mean, like you see a lot of people that throw the ball far and throw it hard, but uh, Delora can get the ball up and out as quick as anybody in the country. Now, sometimes he forces the action, which has kind of been the you know the criticism of him. State had three picks against him last year, and a couple of them were just him trying to do too much. Right. You know? But when he plays within the framework of, uh, of Fisher's game plan, Scott can be a can really be good. Uh, and they've got great receivers outside. I think McMillan's a guy that uh, is probably an unheralded player, and of course Cowling's a guy that they were really fired up about last year. So they have some guys on the outside that can hurt you. And they've got a quarterback that, number one, works the perimeter and gets the ball out quickly, so it negates a lot of the pass rush. Mm. So you've got to do some things in coverage on those underneath routes to make him hold on to the football a little bit longer. And, you know, State got to him some last year, but he's going to be one of the more mobile quarterbacks you see. And I don't mean that in a Jaden Daniels way where he'll, you know, he'll just tuck it and go run 70 yards. This is a guy that knows how to buy time and extend plays, and you can't cover forever. You know, so that makes him even more dangerous. Are you expecting a – I would not be surprised if this game is close throughout the second half. How do you see it? Oh, I see it the same way. I, I think State ultimately covers, but it's probably like, you know, that nail in the coffin drive with, you know, six, seven minutes to go in the game. You know, uh, I think State wins the game. I think State covers. But uh, I, I've seen some scores from some of our fans out there, and, and a lot of that you just kind of ride up to a rational exuberance, right? I mean, <laughs> When, when you look at this Arizona team and you look at what they return, and, and Jed Fish is a guy, too, as you mentioned, that uh, has a pedigree unlike a lot of coaches in college. They are gonna they do some things, Bo, with that screen game. It's pretty amazing. They really do. It really is. And, like, they'll line up in some exotic and wild formations. You think, what the heck's going on here? Next thing you know, they, they're screening behind the play, and they got five blockers out there in front, and they have numbers, you know, and so – they disguise some things really well. So this chess match between Arnett, Brock, and Fish and his staff is going to be awfully interesting. But, yeah, I think ultimately State has the better athlete. State's playing at home. State's a better team. Yeah. Uh, I think without State's help, Arizona's probably, I don't know, maybe maybe loses by a couple possessions, maybe a 10-point type game. Mm. Mm. I, I can't emphasize how big a game this is for Arnett. It just – you can't afford to to drop this one, don't you agree, Steve? No, I agree. Now you, it's, you know, everybody all year long has said State's going to win all four non-conference games, and and then I think a lot of people look at that Southern Miss game just because they said, "Hey, this is the week before the Egg Bowl. It's been a long season. Southern Miss will come out playing like it's a you know Super Bowl." So yeah, that that's clearly an issue. But I think a lot of people have kind of looked over this Arizona game uh, just kind of assuming the fact that, well, you know, we went up there and beat them last year pretty handily. Um, and we did. But the reality of it is this is a team that has improved. State has also improved. Um, but to think that Arizona's just going to get on a plane and come over here and, you know, just go enjoy uh, some Bulldog Burger and call it a day, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> you know, Fish uh, went to Florida. And uh, for our listeners, Steve and I are talking about Jed Fish. 
the head coach for the Arizona Wildcats. He was there last year. Last year was his first year, as Steve said, and we've talked about. He went portal heavy from the jump. Uh, Big-time NFL pedigree. Been under Belichick, McVay. Been with the Broncos, the Jaguars, and so on. Uh, they almost had it going at UCLA when he was there, but that's been a an S show for a long time, and that was several years years ago. But if you read up on him, he attended the University of Florida because Steve Spurrier was the coach there, and the sole reason was to hopefully work for Spurrier one day. And what's interesting about that too, Bo, is uh, he was a GA under Spurrier in '99 and 2000, and was on the staff that lost. In Davis Wade Stadium in 2000. 2000, when DeCenzo and Dante ran all day. Okay. Yeah, that's the famous, what, uh, third and 57? Yeah. Game? Yeah. Wow. He was part of that staff. And if you remember, that's I always think about this. I say this to people all the time, and they don't believe you until you show them the data. Uh, the Louisiana high school quarterback is one of the most overrated players in the country every year, every single year. There's always this guy that comes up like as a sophomore. Everybody's like, oh, this guy's going to be a dude, right? And the guy that was one of those guys on that team, you remember Brock Berlin? Yes. He was supposed to be the, – and, and all the LSU people lost their mind, and, and lo and behold, he ends up going to Florida, then pan out there. I think he ended up in Miami. Uh, you know, I can go all the way back to Josh Booty. I mean, there's always some guy out there that everybody latches on to early, and they say, this kid's going to be the next big thing. Uh, I, I don't know if that happens in Mississippi and Alabama. I think, by and large, when we have a in-state quarterback prospect, they end up being pretty good. But there's a lot of right. these guys that get so overhyped in Louisiana. Uh, and I think a lot of it's because there's just so many periodicals over there that cover high school sports. But there's always the next big thing, and then those guys turn out to not be the next big thing. And so that year, the next big thing from Louisiana played at Florida for Spurrier and was the third quarterback in that ball game that, uh, that did nothing. 